I think you're listening to this podcast because you want to improve. You want to become a better developer, manager, or leader. This podcast is a great start, but now I have something to help you truly find excellence. This is the official Small Batches Way study guide. The study guide charts a path to software delivery excellency from the best books, ideas, and practices. The path is four parts. Understanding of TDD, understanding of software architecture, understanding of production operations, and understanding continuous delivery. Get it for free at thesmallbatchesway.com. Hello and welcome to Small Batches with me, Adam Hawkins. In each episode, I share a small batch of the theory and practices behind software delivery excellency. Topics include DevOps, Lean, continuous delivery, and conversations with industry leaders. Now, let's begin today's episode. A friend recommended that I read Drift Into Failure by Sidney Decker. I really enjoyed reading this one. The book is a wonderful introduction to systems thinking. Now, my favorite quotes on systems thinking actually come from this book. That's a surprising upset to me because the fifth discipline and the new economics held the title before. The premise is that five factors production pressure, decrementalism, initial conditions, unruly technology, and protective structures contribute to a slow drift into failure. Decker explains drift into failure with stories. This is my favorite thing about the book and why I had fun reading it. The stories were not about software, but that didn't make them any less relatable. If you've watched the HBO series Chernobyl, then you know what I'm talking about. Each story is an opportunity to read drift into the story. Decker's core message is that we need to think up and out and not down and in. Down and in refers to cause and effect thinking. This applies nicely to closed-loop systems. This mental model looks for linear causality and broken parts that caused incidents. This mental model does not grok with today's complex systems. Consider the Challenger space shuttle disaster. The space shuttle exploded shortly after launch because a piece of foam insulation struck the left wing and damaged the thermal protection system. It's tempting to say that this small foam piece that hit the wing so-called caused that disaster. That's a reductionist view. We must go up and out if there's a chance of learning. Here's one type of question that comes from this line of inquiry. What led to the foam warnings being reclassified from flight safety incidents to routine maintenance? That classification change does a lot. It's a step away from the original design into something else. The original engineers considered foam a serious problem, but now it's just routine maintenance. That impacts the flight safety checklists. Those checks are a protective structure aimed at ensuring successful flights. And I'm sure that the checklist was complete before Challenger took off, though that didn't actually make it safe. It created the illusion of safety. But why a classification change, though? Well, probably a few factors. Consider the feedback loop of prior successes. More means more. There were successful trips with foam as routine maintenance, 
so no problems. It should work again in the future, right? More success means more success, until it doesn't. Then of course there is the ever-present production pressure. The public and bureaucrats want more shuttle flights. The space shuttle was effectively sold to everyone as a big space bus. So let's get that thing moving. No one is immune to delivery and cost pressure, and these manifest downstream. You can easily see someone making a management decision between safety and delivery. Like, oh, we have bigger fish to fry. Launch is in two months. We will push maintenance to later. If we don't even make this launch, then our program won't even be around for maintenance to matter. These countless decisions all contribute to a final outcome a shuttle explosion, and the loss of the entire crew. Taking this up-and-out view does not point to a single cause. Instead, it's a narrative for understanding, not placing blame. Alright, that's all for this batch. Head over to smallbatch.fm slash 93 for links to recommended self-study on systems thinking, safety, and ways to support the show. I hope to have you back again for the next episode. So until then... Happy shipping.